Hello and welcome to Trusting Evil. I'm Bryony. And I'm Sam. And today we are doing a case on Amari Varel. Yeah, this... this... Nope, you carry on. <laughs> it's my case, actually. <laughs> I'll shut my face. <laughs> this is a nine-year-old boy that I really... I want to tell his story because I it's such a sad story and I feel like nobody's really covered it. So I just want to get his story out there. Um, this is our fourth episode. Mm-hmm. It's been an emotional roller coaster you've really put some effort into this one it's been you? hard the, the it's been hard with the editing and we still haven't got there so just bear with us a minute because we are trying our best I'm trying it's really hard it's very hard but and i've got a sore throat and i've been fine all day and then on my drive over to sam's i rung her and was like i've lost my voice yeah so we've had honey and lemon horse either's oh yeah we're right. on it <laughs> but yeah so i'm gonna get going because it's quite a long case so today we are talking about a nine-year-old boy called Amari Varel. As soon as I saw this case, I knew I had to tell his horrendous story. Kids like this need their story told because why should they be forgotten? We spend so much time reading about them on Facebook, mm. but they are forgotten again so easily. And I do that all the time. Yeah. Like you scroll down because I'm on all the true crime pages. Yeah. You scroll down, you see a story, you think, oh, you read um, it. then that's it. Yeah. And then you forget about it. And it's like it's not real almost. It's like it's yeah. a story from far away. Yeah, it's... and it doesn't affect you. Yeah. In that, some affect you and you think, oh my God. But... That's really sad. And then you go on with day-to-day life. Yeah, and people have got immune to, to violence for children, I mm. think. I, I don't think you ever do, but I do think people are sort of getting used to it. The more It does become part and parcel, especially like us, when you are on so many true crime pages yeah. and you do research all this stuff. Yeah. You do become sort of <laughs> dead into it, for lack of a better word. Yeah, because although we've only done four episodes, I've been researching cases for about a year and a half if that makes sense not writing yeah. them out but if i see something i will then go and try and find out facts about it yeah and i think you sort of do the same don't you and we've definitely been listening to podcasts and stuff like that way before oh god yeah i know it's like ridiculous right okay so back to the case i don't want little mari i don't want the little amaris of the world to be forgotten if you are listening to this then I want you to think about one case that made you stop and think about life and how so many children like Amari are just another Facebook post you scroll past. I'm going to start with 22 minutes of evidence, so I want you to remember 22 minutes of evidence. Amari was abused daily by his stepdad, and we know this is a fact, as little Amari called 911 and left the phone on while he was being abused by the thing he called his stepdad. Mm. One child spilt food in the back of the car, and this started a rant. His mum, Cynthia, let Stephen abuse Amari, telling Amari that everyone around him hates him. Telling him he is a fuckhead, Amari is silent and doesn't say a word. That's horrible. Cynthia told Stephen that he was being too harsh and that he's a psychopath. Oh, well, okay. Yeah, so she's like, oh my God, you psycho. Stop shouting at my kids. Yeah, fair enough. Because you're not even their real dad. Yeah. So fuck off. But anyway, so, so she did that. Brilliant. Well done. But then... Oh, but. <laughs> There's always a but. <laughs> She then starts calling Mari names, such as she was saying, you're stupid for touching the window in the car. And Mari, a two-year-old, is stronger than you. <laughs> Half the insults that, that that she says just doesn't even make sense. They're like, they're so stupid. Yeah. They, you know, she's like, oh my God, a two-year-old stronger than you. You're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> um, then you hear her turn around to Mari and say, that's a fucking burn and it's going to stay like that. This was, I know this was on the recording and the police the police actually asked her about this hmm. when because obviously it's being recorded the police go around and she's like oh no I was talking about a burn on my arm she's and they sort of were just like okay 
But see, that to me sounds like someone, either him or her, the mum or the stepdad, has burnt him. Exactly. It's ridiculous. So, um, sorry, I've lost my place. Should... But anyway. <laughs> sorry, it's me yabbering on. <laughs> yeah, no, sorry. it is. Um, but anyway, so as soon as they walk into the house, Amari is in for a beating and this little boy knows it's coming. <sighs> Stephen tells Amari he is a fucking idiot and he wants to squeeze the life out of him. And he is going to one day. Then he goes and tells him how he is such a bad child and that they are going to beat him. They just keep going on and on at Amari. He's crying and they are hitting him as they go. It's, wait, it's just totally random. Why? This is all recorded as well. This is this this is his life daily. Like this is what they do to him. And he he doesn't say much. Like he's he's oh, it's just he's so not like he's antagonizing them or anything no exactly and it's so sad because this little boy this was his life every day and they're just picking on him yeah and i think it is on youtube so if you're brave enough to go and listen then you you could you could go and give it a listen but i will warn you it is horrendous okay so maybe i'm sick but i really want to go and listen to this now no i think people should listen to it mm. because i think it, it gets across how this boy lived and things to look out for, you know, if you hear your neighbours really shouting at the kids constantly mm. and you think, actually, it's not right, I feel like they're going in on that child, maybe you could try and report them. Mm. You don't have to go up to them and say, I've heard you, do-. well, I mean, I probably would go up to them and be yeah. like, what the fuck? But you don't have to do that. You can try and report them. Yeah. Sometimes it works. And obviously in Amari's case, it, it, you know, didn't. it didn't work. Um, the system failed him, definitely. Yeah, exactly. And he can't do anything right and he knows it. Stephen tells Amari he hates him. He He's ha- never hated anyone and like anyone so much in his life. I hate him. I know. Telling him he's a dumb fuck all his life. Like I said, yeah. the insults don't even make sense. He's nine. I know. Poor Amari can be heard crying. And as soon as he cries, they both start going in on him for being a wimp. Oh, my God. They make him. They make me so mad that they could do this to a nine-year-old little boy. Yeah. It's just, it's just awful, isn't it? It is. I want to punch him. And then they say to Amari that he's going to be working in the garden until the sun goes down. But you see, that to me, everything they've done up until this point is total shite parenting, and I want to punch him in the face and chuck him in the cellar and let him die slowly. However. Working in the garden, I feel like that's an okay punishment. If somebody, if he's genuinely done something wrong, which this poor little Mari doesn't seem like he has. Yeah. But if if a kid's genuinely naughty, then I think garden work is it's not a bad punishment. No, but I mean, it's the abuse that before that, it, and it's what garden work they're going to be doing. You know, yeah. uh, you don't know. What is it an hour pulling weeds, or is yeah. he stuck out in the garden all day? Or do and, it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So honestly, the nine one one call is one of the worst calls because Amari can't do anything to make them stop going in at him. Like he can't even just go off to another room. They won't let him. Well, no, he's nine. So I just need to drop it into you that this was Amari's life. And I know I keep saying it, but it was this it's, was his yeah, life. You can't emphasize it enough. No, exactly. So, okay. So now, like I said, this was a 911 call. The 911 operator asked the police officers, do they want to hear the call? Mm-hmm. They declined. What? Yeah. So they she, declined? Yeah, so well, they she, didn't listen to it at all? No. So she put it as like, I don't know if it was a code red or like a, a number one, meaning like it was important, a serious. Yeah. yeah. And th- she asked, she was doing her job. She said, you know, it's a really bad call. I think you should listen to it. I've had to sit here. Imagine sitting there and listen to all of that and you yeah. can't do anything about it. They didn't want to listen to it. She sort of begged them, I think to listen to the call but she did everything right like praise to her and they just didn't want to no no and this might have saved uh poor Amari's life mm. the police go in to talk to the kids with both parents with them what they didn't separate them no 
Oh my god. So I stood there with both parents talking to Amari and the other children. I mean, I don't understand how they couldn't see that this boy was probably in distress. Mm. He must have looked like he was in distress. Like, if you, you look at him, he's got these big, big brown eyes. And yeah. I think he was probably looking at him thinking, please help me. Someone help me. And, and nobody they, they did. didn't do their job. They no, failed. exactly. They're, they're supposed to separate the children, like yeah. you said. Talk to the children, talk to the parents, try and get a gist of what's going on, you know? Yeah. That's bad. Yeah. So then Cynthia tells them to come in and look around. I imagine that Mari thought when they leave, he's going to be in big trouble. Yeah, he's going to get it. Honestly, the officers could have saved poor Amari's life that day. He reached out for help and he didn't get it. No. Cynthia's talking to the officers and the best line was, listen to this. <laughs> right. When he went to prison, I got pregnant by two different men. The, the stepdad so yeah so she's married to him right and he keeps popping off to prison because he's a fucking idiot yeah she then goes off and opens her legs to anybody right. and pops out random children bam bam thank you ma'am yeah and he's like oh i'm gonna be stepdad of the year and take them all on oh great and abuse them yeah exactly so but she's a massive slut and he's a massive cunt i feel like it i i imagine the other children did get punished more than say we would punish our own children, yeah. But Amari was the target, he was sort of, yeah. And I don't know why, but he was just he the was. target, and that was it. So, anyway, the operator, like I said, did her job. She was trying to make the police officers listen to the call, they didn't. She marked it as abuse, so it was, you know, like a code red, yeah. It didn't happen in the end. The police told them to be careful how they discipline their kids, as it might come across the wrong way. <laughs> so, abuse your kids all you want but just be careful yeah, how you do it because you don't, don't want to get caught yeah maybe don't phone 911 and abuse them yeah make sure he hasn't make sure he hasn't got minutes. a phone you know jesus <laughs> these Christ. police officers what they're the actual wankers literally like you just want to find them and punch them in the face oh. i hope every day they feel guilty i hope have they some do yeah. and i hope i would like if i lived by them i would post flyers of amari through their door yeah like i would yeah really sort of drive at home yeah bloody exactly. cock wombles cynthia asks the officers if she could make amari do yard yard work right. he replies yes it will help him learn respect and make him grow big and strong oh because he knows what amari's like yeah. From this five minutes in the house where yeah. he hasn't really spoke to the no. kid. And now he's told Amari that basically what they're doing it's is fine. okay. You can, they can do that. Yeah, this is this is life, mate. Yeah. Did the officers report any of this to social services? I'm going to say no. No. Exactly. <laughs> so another time Amari was failed, one year before Amari's death, he told the teachers his mum and dad assaulted him, showing a bruise from his hip to his thighs. He told the teachers that it was from a belt. Both the police and social workers interviewed Mari. And? With his mum. Oh, my God. So his mum was in the room. I don't know about his stepdad. It wasn't clear. But He's probably in prison. His mum was in, yeah. His mum was in the room. She'd probably shag him with the teachers. <laughs> Honestly, like, it's fucking ridiculous. But they didn't... <sighs> they had 22 minutes of pure hell recorded and no one did a thing. Now, uh... I know, it's just... I, I so just, it's these kind of cases where there's no words. You just want to grab and go, exactly. slap them around the face. And it's these sort of cases that I want to get out there because there were so many people that reported abuse that Mari was going through and nobody did anything about it. No. And I think if they would have just looked into it a little bit more. Yeah, you know, trusted what this kid was yeah, saying. exactly. So now I'm going to the day that poor Mari lost his life at the hands of two monsters. 
On December the 27th, 2013, at 1.03pm, Cynthia called 911 telling the operator that Amari had fallen off a rocking horse whilst playing with his brother. Mm, all right. Cynthia explained that Amari was on new medication. She told them she'd already called his paediatrician. But So he fell off the horse, so they say. Yeah. And he's unconscious. Yeah. And she calls the fucking medication. Yeah, exactly. Oh, excuse me. He's on new medication. Could it make him unconscious? What yeah. the fuck is wrong with you? He just, like, I, like... And when you find out I what she care. did... New medication, not new medication. My kid was unconscious on the floor. I'd be on the phone to the emergency I, services, exactly. like... But when you find out what she did, calling the paediatrician, what the fuck is wrong with you, you psychopath? Oh, go on. Lay it on me. What did she do? Okay, so... Um, Cynthia explained to them that Mari was on a new medication, like I said. Mm-hmm. So this this would have resulted in him hope maybe she thought passing out or right. whatever. So on the call to 911, Cynthia gave the operators four different reasons why Amari was unresponsive and having a fit. The woman is beyond stupid. She is wobbling on with her child on the floor. This makes my blood fucking boil. Right. Imagine just she's just waffling on. Four different reasons. And I don't think people understand if you call 999 or 911 and there's an emergency and you're chatting to them yeah. that's all being logged yeah it's all recorded saying, it's all recorded and it's recorded so how can you then go oh no i didn't say it or you know she's given four different reasons yeah like she's a, she's a story psycho. and fucking stick to it lady. i know um and this is when this is when she goes on to say that her two-year-old could have pushed mari off the rocking horse so a little two-year-old pushed him off the rocking horse unconscious yeah, so let's ring, blame... ring the pediatrician. Yeah, let, I tell you what, let's blame the two year old for Mari's death. Because he's going to go, oh, yeah, no, it did that. Yeah, exactly. This woman is beyond evil. The 911 call will shock you. Like I said, all of these are on YouTube. You can listen to them. I do. It's I'm going to have to go and listen to them. She claims she took Amari to the shower, hosed him down to try and wake him up. What? I know. You, so just, it, oh my god so is this before she rang the pediatrician fuck knows i don't know i don't know i so, just uh, your kids poor baby. unconscious on the floor and you're like oh I'll just bang but him in the shower just like imagine it's basically if you did that to your child you're basically waterboarding them because you're going to be holding them under the shower yeah it's just disgusting she's just disgusting oh, um yeah so but when the paramedics arrive at the home both amari and cynthia are dry and she states that amari once tried to take his own life before so to, so they try the adrenaline injection to try and get his heart rate started this fails right because he hasn't tried to take his own life yeah but she's telling them all these fucking like and Matt, they could have saved his life baby would it not have been logged if he'd previously had suicide attempts well i don't know because she, she could have just said oh my god once i found him with loads of tablets He's, you know you can't prove that it's yeah, her word against yeah. his, really. But she's full of bullshit. Yeah, and I think she's a good actress, really. She plays a good role. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, she's just not smart enough to hold it up. No. Stephen told the paramedics that he wasn't home at the time Mari fell off the horse. Oh, where the fuck was he supposed to be then? Guess where he was. I'm shagging the neighbour. <laughs> no, he was in the bathroom shooting up heroin. Oh, well, yeah, of course. So Why he not? Wasn't home, but he was home. He was in the bathroom. Right. Oh, fucking idiot. After they, gave, after they got him to admit that, he was home he tells the police that he heard Cynthia yelling at, at Amari and then banging but didn't see anything so he's placing another blame on her yeah when he came out of the bathroom he saw Amari lying on the floor when he was asked why he didn't call 911 he said that he thought Amari was playing around fuck off I'm sorry right this one's me up I know <laughs> because if you come out and my kids be silly and they're like I'm dead and poke their tongue out like, yeah 
But if they were on the floor and they were genuinely unconscious, it would take me about 10 seconds to realise that something is actually up. I wouldn't just be like, meh, you're fine. I know. And could you imagine if you heard your husband shouting at kids, like full on shouting and bang, And then you come out. And then you come out and they're on the floor and you're like, oh, silly bugger. Get up. Yeah. But So then Stephen states that he didn't know where the phone was to call 911. But... (laughs) that he saw Cynthia yelling and kicking Amari and left her to it and went back into the bathroom. Right. So after Cynthia kicked Amari to death, they both tried some home remedies to bring him back to life. Okay, yeah, all right. I dread to think what they were. Burn some sage. (laughs) I just, this poor baby suffered terribly. And they tried home remedies. Yeah, exactly. What the hell is home remedies? Cynthia claims that she kicked Amari and he fell the wrong way. Oh. Brilliant. You're such a fucking good mum. Yeah. Amari had a head injury, but this wasn't why he died. They found a large amount of blood in his abdomen abdomen cavity and it was fresh blood. Right. They concluded that it was more than one hit that caused this. The yeah. blood loss was a quarter of the total blood volume for a child of Amari's size. That is a lot. That is so much blood. If you weighed that out, you... It, it would shock you. Yeah. In your stomach as well. They stated that it wouldn't it wouldn't result in Amari dying instantly. This would have been a slow, painful death. This oh. little boy suffered. He had burns and bruises all over his body. Oh, that breaks my heart. I know. The Albuquerque Child Centre received nine referrals stating child abuse in this home. Nine? Nine referrals. Oh. One of them, though, was not from the police officers that got the 22-minute call. Well, no, Let's just remember that. No, it wasn't and the reason why I haven't named them is because I don't even want to give them any airtime. No. They're not going to get punished for what they did. They're absolute fucking wankers, and they deserve... To have a shit life yeah see i hold police in quite high regard like i do have a level of respect for them yeah but then when i hear cases like this i am just like what the fuck i know i think our police are a lot better than americans please. oh i don't know i think it's hmm. do you not think well yeah and no i just i don't think it's the police in general it's down to the individuals isn't it yeah we could have a massive debate on that yeah I think. So Cynthia admitted to kicking Amari to death and was sentenced to 40 years in prison on a second-degree murder charge. Good. 40 years, though. Say she's 30. So what's that? 40, 50, 60, 70. She could get out and she could live till she was 80, 90. She could have 10, 20 years. But also, because uh, this is where I really struggle, 40 years, do do they serve 40 years? It, it depends what it depends what they uh, what they got charged with. So they could have done, you have to serve the 40 years before you go out on parole. Mm. The only good thing about America is the sentences can a lot better than ours. So if this was here, they would have probably got five years max. Mm. But, I mean, she probably will have to serve the 40 years before she can be up for parole. Yeah, I hope she does. And then maybe they won't let her out. They don't have to let her out. So, you know... And then Stephen was found guilty on child abuse charges and received 30 years in prison. Yeah, because whether he's in the bathroom or not, that's debatable. Oh, he... But they've got that phone call. He was just as guilty yeah, as she was. exactly. Um, and Stephen, on the stand, played to court, saying how much he missed his son and was going on crying about how much he misses Amari. Oh, fuck off. I'm sorry, but you don't even deserve to say his fucking name. No. Like, who the fuck do you think you are? Stop pretending that you love him and just admit to the shit that you did. I know. We will never know what happened in that house on the 27th of December. We will, we will never know why the police that responded to the 911 call didn't help Amari, why the school didn't do more to help 
There's just so many whys in this wise, case. Whys, whys, because they're all a bunch of bloody asses. And we all know that this was a house of hell for Amari, and I do hope now that he's resting in peace. Yeah, I, I do, do. Hope that he is with all the other angel children, and yeah. just his poor little life was so. Oh, just so talked terrible. I, I know, and I imagine maybe when Stephen was in prison, his mum maybe wasn't as bad. Yeah, maybe. Maybe I know she killed him in the end, but I, I wonder if he had. I think probably they played off each other. Yeah, yeah, and it was all Amari's fault. Yeah, yeah. Poor oh, baby. I just. Ugh. So that is the end of my case. Um, Sam will have a case next week. I'm sorry, I'm still raging. <laughs> I can't, I'm still raging. You've got a good case next week. It's an English case as well, isn't it? So, yeah. It might be. No, it is I I've, I've done so many cases now. <laughs> I know what you're doing. It is an English case, but they are foreign. I think I think they're foreign anyway. But anyway. We'll find out next week. Yeah. So thank you very much for listening. Um, we hope you enjoyed it. I yeah. know we swear a lot. We try not... Well, I'm going to try not to. I'm going to try and cut the swearing out a little bit. I'm not going <laughs> to. Okay, I'm going to, Sam's not going to. But yeah, so thank you very much for listening. Yeah, thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.